0: It's like somebody telling you two teaspoons of sugar and you go and put the entire sack in.
1: So I'm I'm confused. Utterly confused. Hello there, nerdy fans. You're listening to the Nerdy Fans Podcast, a place for binge watchers and anime nerds for the young and the young at heart.
0: And welcome to the Nerdy Fans Talk Show. So Glee, don't we have a treat for our nerdy fans today,
1: right? Yes, Ray, indeed. And because we were absent for <laughs> for last month, last month, so we will be giving our nerdy fans, friends, and listeners a treat yes. for this episode. So Our
0: episode today, nerdy fans, is that we'll be reviewing two shows. Two for the price of one. <laughs> the first will be Shadow and Bones Season 2. And another one would be Unstable, an American comedy. So... Kind of a lot of differences here. We've got Shadow and Bones, which is more fantasy, more aligned to what a lot of you nerdy fans might be used to with what we're reviewing. While Unstable is something slightly out of that realm. But funny enough, that show talks about, ding, 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 geeks and nerds as well. In its own family <laughs> friendly? Yeah. Is that a right word for that show, I, I would say?
1: Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, it is. So, Ray, let's start mm-hmm. with Shadow and Bones first because it has been initially uh, our yes. plan to come out of this episode last month. But alas, we were late. But anyway, so Shadow and Bone, is, this mm. is the season two of of the season <laughs> one, basically. This is the season two, the second installment of the series. So it actually was based mm. on a book, a trilogy by Leigh... Berdugo is to israeli american Mm. author so i thought initially actually that the author was russian because it's very as you notice with the theme and the characters and the names of the characters are based on our russian names i was expecting a bigger
0: yeah badder
1: (laughs) badder (laughs) everything (laughs) I think it started when the mm. Kirigan, because Kirigan was in season one, he was quote-unquote defeated during that face-off yep. in the fold. So in this season, he has returned with a very big star <laughs> on his face from that, from that ordeal. So without expounding any further, because Ray, <laughs> I know you have... You have yep. thoughts on it too. So let's start first with the show itself. What are your opinions Look, about so, it? so
0: I've seen season one. My fellow nerdy fans, I'm not sure if you've seen the show Shadow and Bones, but basically it's, some dark fantasy mystery type thing, and as Glee mentioned, it has inspiration or it's Russian inspired. so imagine British people speaking some Russian every now and then. That's basically how they are. So in season one, I enjoyed the fantasy I enjoyed the battle. it's yep, it's your typical cheesy light against light against dark kind of thing world split into two and there's a massive dark wall at the center. And there's this chosen hero or chosen heroine, however you want to describe Alina Sarkov. And she is supposed to try and, you know, break that darkness. Lo and behold, of course, we wouldn't have season two if she did. So she practically failed to do do just that. So it's set up really good. Now, my fellow Nerdy fans and, of course, my co-host does know and recall that I'm not really into the romance vibe. And unfortunately, the first four episodes dragged on so much by focusing on some form, you know, the romance between the main characters. I was like, when does this show get interesting? And it slightly yes. got interesting after those four episodes. And nerdy fans, I know that you might be saying that, oh no, Ray, you just need to, you just need to power through that might i remind you per episode is like an hour or so so it's a it's a long episode and it's just that so i'm not really too fond with the second season first season absolutely amazing i would say second season it's meh meh to the point that i don't i haven't even finished it yet and Thankfully, my dear co-host has done us all the favor and actually finished the show. So Glee, can you give us your high-level thoughts on Shadow and Bone Season 2?
1: Okay. So yes, first four episodes were extremely dragging. Actually, to the point that I was too bored that one at one point I slept during one of the episodes and and then on another set of episodes, I was just on my phone, and then when I looked at it, it's oh where were where, where were we <laughs> you know like so it it was that, but there was a point that it started mm. to get interesting so high level the show is has like one half romance. Oh. What I, I don't know how to do the math here now because Aww. it's mainly romance um, with the tropes of your usual YA type of series like the Hunger Games exactly. and whatnot. So my problem with the romance he- here... Okay, let's start first with the <laughs> high level, by the way. Romance, romance, bits mm. of action, and small world building. Small world yes. building. So that's the part... Yeah, the world be- building is very, and even character building is almost, non- almost <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> okay, I will expand on that earlier. I'm very, I'm very critical about it. But okay, I'll start with the romance, as you mentioned. I am a yep. fan of romance shows. But for this time around, I didn't enjoy it. Because why is Alina Starkov in a relationship with every man except for the gaze on on the show i don't know if you noticed now that, that. you
0: mentioned it yeah that is that is quite a fact <laughs> and it is it is quite strange to be honest and for me it it felt in many ways predictable how they're doing this poly three-way romance that, that alina starkov has and you know it's like i've seen it before and i've seen it done better this one just felt like it's being forced now I'm curious if that's really the case in the in the books. I'm I haven't read it, of course, but it just felt like, why? Is this even needed? Now, if you recall when we were reviewing Witcher Blood Origins, I mentioned that about that same-sex relations like it just felt forced and gave gives you the question, is it needed? And going back here, I'm like, does she need to try and force herself into a relationship with the prince while still having this relationship with her, I don't know, childhood best friend was it. And it's like, why? And then there's the drama and then yes, you mentioned that there's that same same sex relationship. It started out good, I'll be honest, nerdy fans. It started out good. And then a drama picks up because the guy mentions that or realized that, "Oh, my partner apparently can't read." And the other guy took too much offense by it. And it was like, is the direction really, does it really need to go there? And I don't know, Glee, what do you think about that?
1: By the way, I'd like to yep. insert as well the the romance with her and the 500-year-old, old, yes, Infinity there is the old Kirigan.
0: I almost forgot about it.
1: Which is, uh, <laughs> that was like yep. in season one. But it's, it's like, and then it kind yep. of like slightly continued to season two. And then like, why is Kirigan quote-unquote in yep. love with her? Like, oh, you belong to me, like. Mm, okay, so what <laughs> and yeah, I'm all for the same sex relationship. I highly support those, you know, because yep. we're all people. There's just cringey yes, moments, I'd absolutely. say. Absolutely.
0: And yeah. that's the thing, cringe, you know? It's like watching a bunch of a bunch of twenty-five to forty year olds because Kerrigan, well, looks maybe around forty, but actually five hundred years old. They're acting like it's a high school drama, basically. That's how I feel. Mm, and yeah. I'm like, this is, the, this is the second prince. This is a five-year, 100-year-old general with all the knowledge in the world. And then there is this tough former first platoon soldier. Why are they acting like they're a bunch of 16-year-olds? So it's like, yeah. they don't need power. Yeah. They will destroy the world all on their own. I'm very sure of that. <laughs>
1: Yes, and of course, the main important thing for me as well watching shows is the storytelling. I haven't read the book, but... Judging from the concept, the concept is quite mm. good, actually. It is. I like the mm. costumes. The costumes were oh, magnificent. Absolutely. They had that Russian vibe kind of thing. And, you know, like it, it was good, like the fashion, <laughs> I'd say. But the storytelling to me is non-existent. Like, basically, I'm I'm mm. always confused. And I got bored and then got confused and got bored. So yep, how about um, you, Ray? Again.
0: You're spot on on that. The clothing that they use, really wonderful, really elegant. I would say it suits it perfectly. If you wanted tips on how to combine multiculture into something that actually looks great, this is it. This is this is how it's done. That being said, the storytelling, I feel that the story, the craft of storytelling that they wanted to say all happened in season one. And then come season two, and they're like, holy crap, what do we do? What do we want to say? It's kind of like the case of, I would say, Game of Thrones in the later seasons, wherein since the author did not finish the book, they had absolutely no direction. And that's how I felt it. It's like, no direction here. So it's like them making sudden decision like, you know what, let's just give them romance because young people like it so much. And for me, it's like, come on, guys, you're better than this. And just to give you an example, let's look at one of the action scenes wherein they were after that, was that the fire whip? That snake that Alina needed to, to defeat, okay, yep. to grab, to gain more power. You'd expect a better fight. And yes, there were some deaths involved. But I thought, man, that thing of creature of myth and power went down so easily.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also, okay, so... Part of me, while I was watching the show, I said, like, why is it Mm. incoherent, the storytelling and such? And then, so I mentioned earlier that it's based on a trilogy book, right? Written by the author. And during the course of my research for this episode... I actually read that some of the characters, which is not part of the trilogy, which is a separate mm. duology, what were oh, inserted to okay. this season. so that kind of like confirmed my thinking, why is it so mm. incoherent? Because they are inserting characters that are actually not from this oh. trilogy. I mean, it, it's related, like the characters are related, but like mm. the privateer guy. So that character is actually in a separate duology, and so or some and some other characters there, like I think the crouching tiger, (laughs) hidden dragon. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So okay, so (laughs) so there were some storylines that were just inserted. So that made sense. Now that's why I couldn't really grasp the storyline because they just inserted inserted Mm. everything so that you know it will. Be interesting or something like that, and also that explains as well that the character building is so bad. Mm. I feel, I feel, I don't know how. You know what? You? I
0: definitely. It's like if you're saying that they they try to cram everything into one without proper structure, you get a mess like that. And nerdy fans, just a bit of context: when Glee said "Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon," one of the episodes, or I suppose a series of episodes, do feature a nation that's East Asian inspired. So imagine a place that's a combination of China, Japan, Korea, and I, I dare say, I think I saw a bit of Mongolia in there as well. So great place. Look, visually stunning, I will say, but it's like too much of everything. It's like somebody telling you two teaspoons of sugar and you go and put the entire sack in. That's not going to end up well. And I know that when you do have to direct this versus what the book has to offer, there are some leeways that you must do. There are some changes you must do, combinations you must do. Lord of the Rings did that, Harry Potter did that in some shape or form, you know. So I get I get the style, but you need to do it properly and need to focus on making that good story. Right? And yes, it does feel like it's an incoherent sometimes. It does make you question, like. Why is that even there, you know? And that's just, I, I believe on my end, that's just how I feel. It could have been better. Mind you, yes, the romance is a bit big thing why I'm not so fond of this. Rest assured, not I don't hate this as much as Blood Origin. I still hate that show far more. But still, it, as Glee said, she slept. She was checking out her phone. In those episodes and for me it was like i'll just try to power through this <laughs> you know
1: yeah and i'm actually surprised right during again with the course of my research that rotten tomatoes has 77 percent rating mm. which is quite high for a rotten tomato so i'm i'm confused utterly confused i don't know whether we are just <laughs> very critical of the show but i did find some few sources that had the same opinion as me. So at least, you know, (laughs) I'm not that much of a bad cop. (laughs) Well,
0: I would say, you know what? I might say something slightly controversial here, but with Rotten Tomatoes and with reviewers in general, us included, there is always those biases. And, you know, there's always, whether we want it or not, there's a specific audience that must be pleased in some way right and that's why when i do research about whether something is good whether it's a game a series or a movie i also look at user or audience score because those more often than not tend to be quite accurate right so just to give an example if i'm not mistaken the new super mario brothers movie apparently i think there were some critiques who scored it down for whatever reason that they might have but then It is now the most successful video game to movie adaptation of all time. So that tells you something. And if we're going to bring it back right here to Shadow and Bones, 77% is really high. I wouldn't score it at 50. I'd probably score it at 45 or 40, to be honest. And based on what you said, Glee, a lot of other people and even reviewers would tend to agree.
1: Yes, and because I had that notion before that Rotten Tomato Mm. critics are quite Mm. critical. (laughs) So I don't know. So maybe that was back then and the flavor now is different. But anyway, I was quite surprised. But our opinion is our opinion. And yeah, so I guess, you know, it's just to spark that conversation. And also, I, I think for for those showrunners who adapt books, this is more, you know, for them to, for the betterment of future works, I I guess. suppose
0: so. And you know what? Again, looking at the show, personally, my bias aside, I just feel like they were just trying to come up with a story. And they're trying to capture or rather build on from that magic from the first season. But they just didn't it just felt like they didn't know how to do it properly. So they defaulted again to, you know, tried and tested and oftentimes failed mainstream tactics like this. So that's just my feeling on the matter. But look, hey, um, season one is still worth a go. The world that was built, at least in season one, was still amazing. And the premise, as you've mentioned, Glee, the premise of the story, still top tier. I really do like that, right? What what are your thoughts on that, though?
1: Yes, I agree. And maybe the mm. book as well is quite good. I haven't read it, but this has so much potential. The world that it has yep. been built on has so much potential, I feel. That being said, are there any characters that you like, Ray, or dislike? And if you could share uh, to us? Well,
0: that's a really, really hard question considering the premise of the show now but look if there is a character that you could like or learn to like i think it's actually the privateer because for all his faults for all his overly arrogant bravado ultimately he actually means well in fact let's just say not to spoil anything he actually makes a better leader than the so-called leaders in that world and i've seen characters like those in real life you know they might seem arrogant loud annoying, probably somebody, you know, and I'll be honest, nerdy fans, in a lot of ways opposite to me. But these people I find to be really good leaders when it's time to push on, when it's time to really make that hard decisions, they will make that hard decision and they will do it in such a way that it actually benefits everyone. And when you do progress past episode four, if you find a way to do so, You'll slowly see that actually. Glee, what do you think?
1: Okay, so I don't know if I should spoil you on <laughs> You're this. You're free to do so. Information and cuz I can't remember whether on the fifth episode where you stopped mm. whether this information has been uh, revealed. No, I don't think so. But okay, yes, so shall may? I say it? <laughs> so so the privateer is actually yep, a yep. king. That's already, a been ah, so, already, already been revealed. So you already know. Okay. Okay okay so well to build on that I agree that the even the mm. actor because he he had like his demeanor change once it was revealed yep. that he was a prince yep. or something that so you can see that transition and speaking of actor the actor who portrayed Alina I don't think that she has the charm personally for a main uh. character I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just me. But I can't feel the charm To there. be fair,
0: I don't think she was meant to be charming. No, 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 oh, yeah. no. No, not charming. Or charm charming, to be a charming, f- main charming, character. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, you know how there are characters that you get ah, drawn yes, into? Yes. There we like, go. even though they yep. are evil, let's say. Even though they are evil. But this main character, I just don't get mm. drawn to her. Like, I get drawn more with the three musketeers. Ah, thieves. Oh, yes, yes. The crows. The three thieves they are fun and Kaz yep. Brecker. You can see that okay, he's really like a, mm. a thief, like carries yep. the character well, I'd say. So yeah, that was the charm I oh, was okay. looking for. Oh, uh,
0: okay. To be fair, I do agree with you on that one. Alina Sarkov is less main character material than Kaz Brecker is. And to be fair, I prefer their adventures, uh, the adventures of Kaz Brecker and her and yeah. his pros, over that of Sarkov. It's like there's always some form of fun. I mean, when you talk about Kaz, there's this thief who knows how to fight with Grisha or mage sidekick, an explosive scientist slash chemist, and a heart stopper. Basically, a mage who can stop your heart and a badass female assassin. So really amazing crew. And then you move on to Starkov's adventure, and it's really just the, the future king that's, that I find, find endearing. <laughs>
1: And the and the and love the stories loves, oh and like yep. different guys. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I, you know, there was a point that she was supposed to wed the brother of that privateer. I don't no. know if you we were up to that point. And again, like, oh, a fourth one. <laughs> a fourth Come one. On. Wonderful.
0: <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, she was being offered that. And I was like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that one, that part I didn't get. And also, okay, let's talk about action. I don't know if mm. you have thoughts. About the action, the choreography of the fight Again,
0: Again, that's the thing. I felt that everything else was overshadowed, including the fight scenes, including the so-called action. I mean, it's so minimal that it's almost non-existent. And although the best ones for me are, of course, with Kaz Brecker and his crows, you know, those were fun to look at, but so few and far between, almost. I would say
1: yeah and even with the fight scenes with kaz brecker's crew i feel that the choreography itself it's it needs a bit more mm. pacing i'd say like there was a scene so it was in the last few episodes there was the shadow monster there that yep. the chivoya and stuff like that and why are you just standing there <laughs> <laughs> like you know like you need the, to me like if you're in you a scene d- Let's say there is a foreground and a yep. background characters in one scene. The background, let's say, you should also do you something. Know, like, exactly. Do some right? there.
0: <laughs> so it is yeah. there is that feeling. And again, part of me feels part of me feels is because they're trying to jam so many things in one season, in one episode even, that they had to cut corners. And the show suffers for it, you know. Again, it's not me hating on romance. When romance is done right, it's good, you know. In a previous episode, I mentioned to you guys how I enjoyed High Score Gamer, which is about a uh, about a gamer girl and a guy growing up and falling in love, right? But this one, again, it's just so forced, and you're making it one half of your season, and then the rest of the story is cut into one third, one third, or whatnot, right?
1: Yeah. And what I've read, based on my research, that this one is based on a trilogy. And there there is a Mm. duology book series by the author, which is called Six of Crows, which is actually based on the Kaz Brecker's Crews Mm. adventure. And... One of that review said that the person who read the book, the author, you can really clearly see the growth of the oh. author on their writing. Like when when they wrote the trilogy, when they first started to write the trilogy, to where the duology uh, arrived. But the problem with the series is part of the duology characters mm. were mixed to the you know the trilogy one so but anyway that's just a point I'd like to talk about Uh, and
0: I completely agree with you again when you try to force things that are not meant to be there it just wouldn't work right so Glee before we move on to our next topic any final thoughts on on Shadow and Bones
1: okay so final thoughts on Shadow and Bones I think you can start with episode five (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's that's it all. (laughs) Right.
0: So, if well, my thoughts on that is yes, that would probably be wise. And then for episodes one, one, two, three, and four, Wikipedia is your friend. (laughs) I'll just put it that way.
1: All right.